0: and welcome to the Student Survival Podcast with Jordan and Lucy.
1: In this show we discuss the biggest problems that us students face in our years at university.
0: Follow our social media accounts at Student Survival Podcast to stay up to date with new episodes and have your chance to have a say in what we discuss.
1: And now without further ado, let's dive into the podcast.
0: Yes sir! (laughs) That's fucking (laughs) cool!
1: Well there's the intro started. Hello and welcome to the Student Survival Podcast with me, Jordan, and Lucy, and we are back on the airwaves once again. How have we not destroyed it yet?
0: And I am so surprised that we've managed to make it to four episodes. I'm just like, fuck me, I'm talked out like already, and we've only done four episodes. Most people do like hundreds, thousands. Look at
1: Chris Ramsey; he's on a forty-three, forty-four on the last count. How, How did I stay fresh cool. with that? But speaking of fresh, fresh new content coming your way today, we are talking about big night, the big nights out in student culture. So, going out basically.
0: Yeah, just like good nights out. I mean, we could only really talk about Sunderland. Like, I don't know. Like, I would, I would say Newcastle's not really good for a night out. Like, it's just too expensive and shit. But um, Sunderland's a good night out. I it's an underrated Sunland. night out, I think. Oh, so do I. It's like, it's like people don't really know the places to go like people say
1: Chelsea Street my hometown is a, actually a good night out just not the weekends it's terrible <laughs> but on the weeknight you literally can do an entire pub crawl from the top of the street to the bottom depending on which way you go oh so, no,
0: I can't be asked for that like
1: oh seriously you've got like five really good bars within two minutes of each other and I've been in a lot of them I and mean, one is a Weatherspoon which is getting converted into a normal Weatherspoon not a nightclub one but that's, oh, that's a story for another day because a, there's a bit of legality around that I to... it's a bit of
0: legality. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a touchy subject. But Durham's an a... overrated night now, I think. Durham's an overrated one.
0: Yeah, everyone always goes to Durham, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, just stay where you are. Like, the only reason why I mainly stay in Sunderland is because I'm skint, and I only live, like, round the corner from, like, the big clubs, in, like, indie, passion.
1: The ones you work for as well?
0: I don't work for passion. Like, I've I've only ever... um I only ever worked for passion once, and it was for a charity event. Uh, that's because they'd had no bar staff, so they just asked asked us to help out. But, um, no, I work for indie. Well, I don't work for indie. I work for the event that happens every Friday. Um, I'm actually wearing me hoodie right now. Me me indie twenty first century box hoodie, Repin. repping with the staff hoodie. That's only because I woke up and I was just freezing and I just really couldn't be asked to put the effort in today. Um, I work for, P's and cubes club upside down. Um, play Wednesdays, Route sixty nine. Got about seventy million different jobs. I just want to kill myself. If I'm honest with you, it's just fucking stressful, bro. It's just real stressful shit. Um, but by the way, we also do have our tech off, Joe, on the mic for this episode. Eat. Eat.
1: <laughs> be yeah. quiet there.
0: Yeah, cause we were thinking the other day. Like we always bring, we always bring Matty and Joe into this, and Matty didn't really want to be on camera. He wasn't really fancying it. Not camera. Mike. Fuck. Oh, Fuck. He didn't Mike. really want to be on mic, so he he's just kind of sat here not fancying it. But we um <laughs> where you at oh huh? Um yeah, we were just thought it'd be cool. We'll get Joe and have his opinion on shit. Yay. Yay. Well, While you carefully more than time. Hi. Um, hi. Hi. Hi I Introduce yourself a little bit.
2: I'm Joe. That's it. Hi Joe. <laughs> <laughs> hi, Jordan. I can't see you right hi, now. Hi
0: guys It's like it's
1: <laughs> like be back it's like be back as, uh back at some of the therapy sessions I did when I was getting diagnosed.
0: Oh, Jesus oh, no. Christ. That oh, wait, that's time. for the autism this episode.
1: That's coming up. We've got a special guest coming up because I've planned it.
0: Oh, yeah. That's that's not that's not reveal it too soon no. yet, though.
1: But back to nights out. Now, nights
0: out, yes. So. I'm not much of a night
1: out person. I say I've gone on nights out, but in reality, mm. it's more like I've gone out with my parents once in Durham for a meal and then we end up going around all the mm. bars. But as for like the typical student night out, the, the furthest I've and the latest I've ever gone out is the Cooper Rose in Sunlit until about
0: 8 o'clock at night? What the fuck, man? I'm, I'm, not, I'm I am the
1: most introverted man off. When I'm not on this mic, I am very introverted. Like Lucy, you saw us on a 700. I was scrolling through the <laughs> iNews UK app until <laughs> you jumped on. And then we just started chatting. But plus, I'm just not big on nights out or drinking. It's a, It's just yeah. not me. But I know Lucy does. Eh hey, no, I love getting on the
0: piss mate, Like I'm not gonna lie, like I love getting on the representing piss. Representing the northeast proud. Yeah, like I just think it's really fun. Like, like I, th- the thing with me is is that like I'm really responsible on nights out. Like there's there's only been like. Funny. How hey, what you saying funny for? I'm really responsible. I could easily get absolutely ratted on nights out, but I don't. Like, I take it so easy on nights out. Like, yeah, I go I go fucking rage. Like I'll go ham. Like. I will dance like you've never seen anyone dance before. I look like Pinocchio in this bitch, right? I'm just like, yes, I'm a real boy A bit of boy, Pinocchio, bitch. a
1: bit of Bruno <laughs> thrown in as well. I
0: just, I just want to do Fortnite dances. I just want to challenge people to Fortnite dance-offs. Like, that's the type of person I am on a night out. I'm like, I'm sober, but then I still want to boogie. But, I yeah, I do love a good night out. Like, but it, more recently, I have been taking it like really easy with the drink. Like, I still, I still go out. It's just. For the first, like, couple of weeks of the semester, well, I'm going to say for the first, like, five weeks of the semester, I was going out every Wednesday because I work for Play Wednesdays. And I was either working and going out after. I was just going out because I wasn't working. And I was getting absolutely on it. Like, I'm talking, like, I used to just drink, 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 drink. And I was getting, like, I was getting really drunk, but it it was never to the point where the next day I was, like, ill. I was usually hungover, but I like me Thursday lessons uh, because we do video documentary so I like to be okay for them and still come in, but, hey eh, Christ, what a bite, like it was, I think it was, um, it wasn't last week, it was the week before, like I just took it, I took it way too far, like I just went absolutely rage I went far too far, like I, I got absolutely hammered on the Wednesday, and I, I was were just, Were you hanging? Yeah, even my boyfriend's friends were saying to us, like you were, you were mortal, like we've, like we've obviously, like they know that I go out a lot, but they've never seen us like that, like, i was just hammered i don't know what happened like i wasn't even drinking loads and i was just mortal and then uh the next day i was ill like i usually i like the whole semester i haven't missed one of them thursday lessons and i missed one of them and oh my christ oh i was ill like i was so ill i was being sick i had a headache and usually if i wake up with a headache i'll just take two paracetamol, well and then i'll crack on Two paracetamol, i have a Red Bull, and then I'm fine. I'm fine for the rest of the day. Two
1: paracetamol, Red Bull, and I'll be fine. is going to be the title of your autobiography when you're a massive media mole.
0: Honestly, I just... I survive on Red Bull. Like, literally, right now, we're sat in the studio and I'm drinking a Rockstar. I don't and, know if you can hear the it. the
1: first time since we started doing the Students' Survival podcast, I normally have a coffee with us in the studio, but we're coming... It's nearly Christmas, and, of course, yeah. at the university, they start shutting parts down for the Christmas shutdown, so... On the last episode, we talked about the depressing fact that there's no cheese paninis at the balcony. And this there's is no an red Cafe
0: now. This it's is an outrage. Shut down. There are still no paninis. This is an outrage. I'm going to boycott this uni. Like, Hasht- I swear to fucking it. God. Let's I'm going to hashtag present. boycott Sunland Uni. Like, this isn't a joke, y'all. I really need my cheese panini, right? I'm not even joking, right? Get I'm not about this making my own course. panini shit. Not about it, right? I need a cheese panini. Panini.
1: Right, let's go. Let let us let's all go back to the night out. So, where were we again? Before we started too much. Oh, you were getting assed. As usual. What's the oh, yeah? When you go on a night out, Lucy, and you you you've just said that you you play you you play safe when you go out, mm. and you've said that you do go a little bit too far. Has have you ever played too safe? Like far too safe? Like
0: um. If like a month or two ago now I had tonsillitis, so I was on penicillin, so I couldn't like I could drink, it just meant like it wouldn't work, and I was like, nah, like it's not worth it. So I was going out and I was staying sober, but I'm like one of those people that's like, you know, like I- I'll I'll like thrive off the good vibes. Like if everyone's having a good time, I'll be having a good time, and I can like I can just have a good time like sober as well. Um, yeah, being drunks, you know, a lot more fun. But I still have a good time, um. But yeah, I um, I, I do like to play it safe quite a lot, like um. But more recently, I have been taking it easy, like, 'cause I just don't like, I just don't think it's worth it anymore, like. I just need a bit of a break from it, to be honest. Like waking Your up.
1: saying I need time off.
0: Yeah, like I just wake up and I'm just I'm hungover and I'm tired and I just, I just feel unmotivated and it's like I don't like that. Like I like to feel motivated and awake and alive and you know a lot like i'm just dragging myself around all day um but also one of the main issues that i think i face on a night out is like i, I don't want to be that type of woman but like as a woman i sometimes don't feel safe on a night out like i want to make it clear like right now like the this kind of politics isn't something i like to talk about like i don't like get at these conversations because i have different views to like a lot of women because i'm not a feminist you
1: go against the grain
0: yeah like I'm not a feminist because I think feminism has just turned into something so extreme that it's 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 feminism now is literally just a we hate men campaign. So do
1: you think third wave feminism's not embrace the second wave and first waves ideology but rather create its own?
0: I don't know what you meant by any of that. There's <laughs> been
1: three waves of feminism like this in if you look at it in the historical context, there's been three dif- definitive periods where feminism's evolved first wave, I believe was the the right to vote. Second wave happened in about the 60s with the love and all that. And the third wave is like the modern day one, like based off of what's happened with the Me Too movement, Harvey Weinstein, and you can go as far back. Don't quote us on it because this is an area where I'm a journalist. I'm supposed to fact check everything. I may have got it wrong. So don't shoot the messenger.
0: Well, I don't know. Like, I, I just think, yeah, like fem- feminism is like, it. it it's a great thing don't get us wrong like I think I think it's amazing that all like women are coming together and standing up for what's right you know um you know like we especially with the recent general election you know there was loads of people coming out saying like women weren't throwing themselves under horses and they weren't fighting for the rights for women not to vote today so I was actually having this conversation with my mum the other night um You know, women didn't throw themselves on horses and all that just for us not to vote. And I think an older person, if they didn't use their vote, they should have gone to a younger person and gone, look, I'm not going to vote. Who do you want me to vote for? For you. And I'll go to the polling station, I'll do it. Um, But yeah, so this kind of politics isn't something I like to get into because it's, again, I just don't agree with what feminism is today. Um, It really just does feel like a we hate men campaign, shit like that. Fair enough um but as a woman on a night out I have to admit I do not feel safe like it because I've worked in bars since I was 16 and it's like it, it seems like like people think it's okay because you work there and because they're drunk and you're sober or because I don't know they might think I'm a customer or whatever they regardless to whatever it is they think that it's okay like some people actually genuinely think it's okay to sexually assault and harass me like it's disgusting like i've had grown men grab me bum grab me boobs i've started wearing a padded bra to work because i know that people grab me boobs i'll not be able to feel it because it's like you know that's rock solid you know i won't be able to feel it but um yeah and it's it's honestly because most of the grief that i've kind of received about this is at work like all the shit it's just it's it's not okay. Like grown men and like I've had women do it as well. Like it's not just men. Like women do it as well. They'll just you walk past them and they'll just smack your ass. Like uh, the first the first time that it happened, I was I th- I just started working at um at the bar, and some man just like I was just talking to him and I had to lean over because I couldn't hear what he was saying, and he just ran his hands down me hips onto me bum and just squeezed me bum and I was like I literally stood up and I looked at him and I pointed at his face. I went don't fucking do that right I was 16 I was 16 years old I couldn't believe it right I went don't fucking do that again right and I grabbed the bouncer the bouncer came in grabbed him by the scruff of his neck and threw him out and I was just like fuck that's like.
1: got to have some empowerment to you.
0: yeah but there was also an occasion where like because the sad thing is and I know bouncers do get a lot of grief for doing their job um but there was one time I was actually on a night out um in independent and um, there was a group of lads, like, I was out with all my flatmates and there was about, I think there was about five boys and there was, like, three girls. Um, and me and the girls were stood together. Oh, no, no, it was me, my boyfriend at the time, and my friends. I had me back to this group of lads and we were just kind of, like, shimmying, you know, having a good time dancing. And these lads just kept grabbing, like, slapping me ass, And I was turning around and I didn't know who it was. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, what, what the hell? Um, So then... I was I was looking around. I was like, I didn't know who it was, so I told the bouncer, and I went, look, I, this bouncer, he doesn't work there anymore. I've never seen him again, right? I've never seen him since. But I
1: think
0: I, I said see to see where this is going. Yeah, I went. I went. I know there's little you can do. I said, but there's a group of lads that are harassing us, and they keep smacking me ass, and I, I don't know who it is. Like, so is it all right if, like, for the like the next like I don't know, twenty minutes or so? Just while you're doing, you know, your job and you're looking around for everyone. Would you mind just keeping an eye on us? And then if you figure out who it is, can you kick them out? I said, because I shouldn't have to put up with this on a night out. Like, I should be able to wear what I want, do what I want, and act how I want on a night out, obviously, to a certain extent. But I shouldn't have to worry about fucking people grabbing me arse. I shouldn't have to worry about people fucking sexually assaulting us. Like, it's disgusting. So anyway, the bouncer went, well, there's no way I can do unless I see them do something. And I was like, yeah, I know. But it's just why I'm saying we you just keep an eye on us. And if it happens again, we kick them out. And then went back. Ten minutes later, it happened again. Didn't do anything about it. So I switched positions with one of my friends. that did it to her. Switched positions with another lad that stopped doing it. But then as we were dancing and stuff, obviously everyone kind of switches around, don't they? Everyone moves about. And it happened to me other friend. happened to the other girl. All three of us grabbed our asses. And I'm thinking, like, what kind of fucking satisfaction do you get out of that? grabbing someone's horse and running off how old are you two like you're going to tickle us and run off and all you little fucking freak like what well, it's just it's pointless but um yeah on nights out it's it's quite difficult for me to feel safe like i i'll typically go out with lads like i'll typically cuz um i have good nights out with girls but i enjoy like n- nights out more if i'm with the lads cuz it's also cuz i feel really safe like i i go on nights out with um, the american football team like who are part of the uni, and they're all like big lads. And I've said this to them before. I was like, I feel safer going on nights out with yous because you're all big lads. And I know if something would have happened to us, yous would fucking deck a bitch, like yous would kill a bitch. So it's nice to have like friends who are like that, but uh, friends who are protective, you know. But I don't know. I just I find it really hard to stay safe. But if there was any advice I'd give, like after working in town for quite a while, I'd just say, you know always stay with your friends you know or at least someone who you know like that's what I always do if I if I get left or if I can't find my friends I will find someone who I, I at least know like a little bit and I'll just go or even a stranger like that's happened before I've had to go up to a stranger before and go look is it okay if I stand with you because I don't know anyone or it happened always once in the streets like me like me and my friend were being harassed by this like I was like 15 or something we were being harassed by this massive group of like lads and they all had dogs and stuff and they were, they followed us from Seaburn beach up to where bellini's is and um Jesus. obviously if you're not local that's like quite a while that's like a good 10 15 minute walk and um and yeah they were they, were, they just followed us there was at least 30 of them like, i'm not joking so we went to bellini's and there was a member of staff stood outside she was on a smoke break and we just said like look we were, we're like 14 15 can we please stand with you? Because there's these lads who were fucking following us, like it's weird. And um she was like, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They stood over the other side of the street for like twenty minutes and then they left and then she said minutes. she said to us, Stay with me. She said, Just stay with us, just stay with me. She took us inside, we told the staff there, and they were just like, Yeah, just stay here for as long as you want till you feel safe. Then I rang my dad, my dad picked us up. I mean, my me dad was livid, like he went looking for them, but I had this big, big group of lads. Like, my dad. I don't know who he thinks he is. He's a disabled, fifty-year-old man. And I'm like, why? Why do you think you can go and take on a group of fucking thirty-plus young lads? But, but anyway, I've rambled on for so long. What about you? Like, I, I don't know how you would feel. Like, do you feel safe when you're out? Like, truth be told,
1: I desp- I don't like the thought of going out late at night mm. because, as someone who has autism and Asperger's mm. syndrome, the world is. So environments like that can be really tough for us. It's it's yeah. a, it's be I struggle with sensory different sensory elements. Mm-hmm. Particularly, I can cope with like the strobe lights. Cause I love strobe lights. I lo- in fact one of be coping strategies when I was younger. I used to have a disco ball in my room. That
0: the light lights like that are sick. I like them. mate.
1: Eh. but it's the noise. Like you think of, it's think of paladin. the loudest noise possible. Times up. Actually, no. Think of how loud a Morrison self scan <laughs> checkout is. We all know how loud they are. They are bastards at the best of times.
0: Beep like that.
1: Think that. Times that by ten and then add another hundred in. That's what it's like to be in my shoes.
0: Yeah.
1: Then it's the fact that again, again, I know I'm relating this back to me autism a lot because this is this no, is No, but it's what a good perspective. Like, like particular yeah. crowd crowds, I am better at doing better at coping crowds than I was ten years ago. Yeah. Because I couldn't have stood in a queue for a roller coaster. I couldn't have mm. gone couldn't have gone to the Metro Centre. Mm-hmm. It would have been an absolute nightmare and then throw in the alcohol. And of course, mm. part of, again, part of my autism is that I've got a nept, was it? Like I, I've got to be in control. I'm a control mm. freak at the best of times. You've even, Lucy, you've even seen as what I'm like when I'm working on media projects we use, I've always got to have a little bit of an input in to make sure yeah. I'm doing fine. Mm-hmm. If I consume alcohol, it does, it stops me ability to be in control. Like yeah. I am a ultra lightweight. <laughs> I can only have about two drinks. Like maybe the most I've ever drank was about two pints or one bottle of rosé. That's my limit. And
0: then you're on the floor.
1: I'm on the floor. I'm out of <laughs> control. I'm stumbling. I'm yeah. giggly. Not not nice giggly. I will laugh at really inappropriate yeah. things in public. Which as a journalist, if I do that, that could be really bad for my future. Yeah. So it's that lack of it's that lack of control. I've I've I said this to you before we started. Before we started, that I will not go out with anyone other than Jack. I can only have a drink with Jack or my family because I know they'll keep me right. Because who's to sit now who's to say if I go on a night out and I'm with a load of people. Bearing in mind even if it was my course mates I'm not I'm not as emotionally close as a lot of university yeah. students are at the course mates. I've got to maintain that professional, professional personal boundary. Yeah. If they are drinking and I start drinking, I'll get pre it will be peer pressure and then yeah. it won't it won't be fun. Mm-hmm. it's just not fun if you're getting pressured into being drinking.
0: Yeah, I agree. I've
1: actually walked, I think it was the very first ever drink meetup I went with the journalism lot, and one of their mates started making a bit of a harmless joke with the fact that I was ordering a half pint. And they were oh, why don't you just get a pot of pint? And I went, I like a half pint. I, yeah. I've got to pace myself. I felt that uncomfortable as a result of peer pressure. I made up some cock and bull story about my dog eating a sock to get out of it. Turns out that was true because Venus does eat a lot of socks. But oh my God. it's not something I'm particularly. I'll sit. I will go out. I'll go out with like Jack and me family, and I'll sit with them and I'll have a laugh on. I won't mm-hmm. drink. I'll drink cordial and tea and coffee, and then usually about nine ten o'clock, I'll go for like the na- the last bus up to home, get myself yeah. comfy and get in my robe and get to bed.
0: I don't see. I don't think there's a lot of young people who like that. Like. I, me personally I don't like sitting in a pub and having a drink like it depends on kind of who I'm with and what mood I'm in uh sometimes I could sit in a pub for hours and I'd have a good time but most of the time like 90 I'm gonna say like 95 percent of the time I like to have pre drinks go somewhere with a bit of music and then go to like a club and dance like uh, that's what I like to do on nights out I like to just have a boogie. um but I, I I I agree with you like I I think um I think peer pressure is the reason why people do a lot of things you know like the ni- nights out it isn't just about drink like I've dealt as well with first hand with people who have done drugs like hard classy drugs like like coke like you've got cocaine meth. I've had uh, people with MDMA I haven't n- had anyone with meth like meth would just fucking like meth's like smoking a joint times a thousand you'd just be clapped out on the floor just kind of having your own trip like that's kind of what meth's like but no, like it's it's typically um, ketamine, cocaine, MDMA, um, like what else?
1: Sexual related drugs like poppers if you're a gay person. Um, poppers are common amongst the LGBT community. I don't,
0: I I don't think um, I don't think I I, I've, I have I've had I don't think I've had any, like anyone on a night out do poppers, but I'm just talking like nights out um, so it's typically most of the time cocaine. Always cocaine. Um
2: Cocaine or M D are the big two. Yeah. Sunderland definitely. Specifically.
0: definitely. Like it's bad. Like it's it's bad. Like I have this regular customer. Well he's, he's not one of my regular customers. He's he just comes in a lot. I've never really spoke to him. And he comes in all the time and his eyes are like that, like
1: Is he coked out of his bulging. brain?
0: He's bulging out of his head. Like his eyes you know that guy who was on Britain's got pop his eyes out of his head. That's literally what he looks like. And he's and he orders drinks and he's like that, kind of gonna have four shots of some pizza, please like that, the bar like shaking i'm like babe you need to be fucking stopped like you need to be stopped it's real bad come on let's get you a cup of tea and a biscuit and we'll chat it out I right, like how are we you need to take a minute like do you need an inhaler you need to like sit calm down for a second right um but yeah drugs like I, i'm i'm I'm, fully realistic the fact that there are a lot of people on nights who do drugs i don't think there's anything wrong with it like if you don't like to drink but you're like okay I'm going to have a line of cocaine or okay I'd rather take I don't know a acid or whatever like it's whatever you're comfortable with as long as you can handle it and as long as you doing something that's illegal and even with drink like underage drinking like you if you if you're going into something Knowing that is potentially risks. dangerous like even now like as adults alcohol even drinking alcohol you've got the risks of of that you know like I feel like again I don't want to pull the woman card because I know you are obviously men I don't want to pull the woman card, but I feel like I have to cover my drink when I'm walking through crowds I have to cover my drink. Oh, I. There's that risk of being spiked, you know. But don't get us wrong, I, I know men who've been spiked. Yes, yeah, so... um. You know, like it's just as bad for you I mean, as it, it can be for us.
1: Even from an outsider perspective, if you're if you're the one having to deal with someone who's been spiked, it's a horrible experience.
0: Mm. My it is um awful. My boyfriend, like I used to work with my boyfriend like a year ago. I've known I've known him for ages, but we've only like kinda of, started seeing each other like recently um he was spiked when he was in work and he went to hospital and they found like coke and ket and all sorts in his system um which was bad like he was in work and he got spiked like so i always keep if i ever drink in work because my my manager's great she'll let us drink like red bull or like the cheap energy drinks or buy us in our own cheap energy drinks but uh we'll have energy drinks we're allowed coke lemonade anything that we want um, and I'll keep it under the sink, like, I'll keep it, like, under the bar, so, like, no do you one Do have sees those spiky time?
1: things that, I'm supposed to point is out here, that universities do sell these spiky little things you can put in your bottle to stop being spiked. Oh, yeah, the the Universities little... of sell them in both the big canteens uh-huh. on both campuses. You literally can get... You literally can just grab a handful, take mm. them, and if you have to get I've rid of them, get rid of them.
0: Yeah, I've got one. Like, it's, it's just... It's just mental, like, it's mental to think how people behave on nights out. Like... Um, But anyway, so uh, again, you know, as we've mentioned in our previous podcasts, uh, we did conduct our own survey. Um, Surprisingly, 67% of our survey respondents said that they do feel safe on a night out, which I was really surprised by them results. uh, Because we did have like a good even amount of male and female um, answers. And I was really surprised by 67% said they felt comfortable because it's like, I don't. Based on what we've said today a lot of people don't, because there's a massive risk, like, you know, girls, some girls feel like they can't wear what they want to wear, like, fuck it, like, if I want to go out, and I want to have my boobs hanging out, I want to have a nice pretty top, where I've got a nice little cleavage, that's what I'm going to do, I shouldn't have that risk of someone going, Fwah. like, that happened to me, before I was in, I'm pretty sure I was in Hull, I went to go and see my flatmate, um, and I had this nice top on, and it was a bit, it was a bit booby, yeah, my boobs were out a little bit, so my wife passed went, oh, look at the tits on her, and I pushed that I mean, whatever. That yeah.
1: openly confident in public.
0: Aye. I, I was just like it, it's just fucked up really. But um anyway, let's try let's try and move away as, as we try and draw this episode to an because 'cause we've got we've got a good fifteen minutes left of talking, so I think we should fa- like highlight the, the good stuff. You know, there are some really good things about nights there out. Are? Um Obviously, if you're not from Sunderland, um, you won't know like all of these clubs that we've mentioned. You know, like
1: and some of the best pubs in this region. Yeah, I live, I live opposite one called the Stumble Inn. I swear by it. it's a the love. Stumble the Stumble Inn is in. a, a beautiful pub. Like it's like a proper old-fashioned British pub. Yeah, does proper British does proper pub food. Has really good bands on a Saturday night because I can hear them from me balcony flat, me flat balcony.
0: Quite good. Fire Lady Luck.
1: The boys. The boys shout out. Um but and then there's the terrace, I think that's an underrated. Oh, it's an
2: underrated gem of the terrace. city. I'm not a fan of the terrace, you know.
0: I just think it's really cute how they've got those fire things and like. You can I like the, the location
2: and, and stuff. It's great, but every time I've been in there, the drinks have tasted a little bit weird, and I can never get past that. Yeah. Like I've, I've had dodgy th- pint there the last three times I've been, in there and I just. What, what do you drink? Either and I thought like I'm a cheap man. Fair I'm, a, I'm a cheap man. <laughs> I am. I, I'll go for the basics because I want to get drunk quick. So. But every time I've been, it's just tasted off than everywhere else. Yeah, uh, I tell you, I don't know if they just haven't cleaned the lines or something, but it just.
0: Oh, the lines need to be cleaned. Like I hate cleaning the lines and work because the water goes like the, the liquid that coloured. you use it, it changes colour depending on like the dirt that's in it, and it comes out. It's like black. Like it's 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 not like it could happen in any place. It's not like a hygiene thing. It's just because when you're working in the city centre or whatever, you're pulling that many pints and that stuff is like that. much through I just... the system it it just gets ming and that's all it is and then it, it, they're regularly clean though where I work they're very regularly clean so nothing like a health and safety thing but um yeah but for for anyone who's not from Sunderland um we do have some really really good nights out here or if you're listening you are considering going to Sunderland Uni we do have some really good nights out and um I know I've previously said that I do work for Play Wednesdays and 21st Century Box but I would I would genuinely say they're the best nights out that is student nights out you know even if you go to the Wellerspoon, even if you go to Cooper Rose, yeah. it's always a good night out.
2: And all weekend yeah. it's open until two. You can spend your entire night in
1: Cooper. You can 100%. literally spend your and entire And you can order a burger up until midnight.
0: Exactly. You, you, can literally even get can, scrum. you
1: can be dancing the night away on the on the on the on the, on the dance floor. I know said bar floor, then I'm thinking, what's a bar floor? And you'd be literally you could pull up you can pull up the Wellerspoons app, you can order a pizza. Oh, it's yes. it's I know, order a
0: pizza at the dance floor, please. <laughs>
1: Just start chucking slices at everyone.
0: I be like a like a pimp like they go like, like, like the dollar bills. But I just want to quickly go back to the
1: t- the terrace debate. Three words: Brewdog, Elvis Juice, greatest beer oh. in the world in my honest opinion. That oh. is the main reason why I love the terrace. They've got it on tap. But
0: paying that like
1: you've got the park. I caught the Park Lane crawl. Like you've got that many bars on Park Lane. Yeah. You've got Gatsby's. You've got Portico. You've got the Point.
0: Is that a bar? The point's like more of a venue. It's like, and then you can it's go to the borough.
1: Place. Yeah, the burrow is a bit of a old man's pub. Oh,
0: that's not going to the borough.
1: I miss the old borough.
0: If you go Before... to the borough, you get chunked.
2: Yeah. The borough used to be such a nice, dark place. <laughs> it was lovely because uh, were you around when borough bombs were around?
0: No.
2: Oh, they were hell. They were just a shot that the borough made where it was like absinthe, Jaeger. Oh, f- and, like, two or three other alcohols mixed together. Like, it was just al- pure alcohol in a shot. It was death. It was amazing. You'd have, like... It would just be a stop-off. You'd walk in the burrow, get two burrow bombs down them, and that would be your night sorted. It was incredible. Fucking
0: that is amazing. That's grim, that. And then
1: you've th- got... There's a reason they don't do them anymore.
0: Th- that'd be <laughs> fucked, me. I'd be well and truly fucked.
1: You would. But you think of the think of a good night out. Like, Sunday doesn't have that many gay bars. It only has one, which mm. Ruben's is... It's all right. I'll be honest. I've been in a couple of times, but it doesn't draw the crowds like the Pink Triangle does or Manchester's Gay Village does.
0: Yeah, There's um, the Indy does a Pride night. Me, um, because my best friend, um, is gay and she's she's in a relationship with a with an amazing girl. I love them both. Been together for nearly, I think it's like three years or something. They're coming up now, but, um, I went to the first Pride night with them at um Indy and it was really really good. Like they have like. Oh, they still have the rooms of music. They've got a uh, drag race music on. Oh they've got get uh, in there. they have a drag queen that comes and um Is it
1: Ophelia B? I Please say it's Ophelia B.
0: I honestly I don't know her name, but um yeah they, they just play good tunes and it's just so cute. Like um they've got pink pints, they do pink pints as like a special for Oh no What's that you you're, you're what just is a pink in your pint? Face, but they're unreal. It's basically just a blue pint.
1: What's a blue pint? Um It's an Indies classic drink.
0: Oh, mate. Oh, does Sam grim. Fender talk about a blue pint in one of his songs? I
1: think you might. I think Sorry, he but does. I'm Googling this live. I'm going to Google this live on air just because... A I blue pint...
0: A blue it, it's pint. It's grim. A blue it, pint, right? A blue pint is so good.
1: It's
2: not.
0: But they will get you absolutely mangled like I have the been. The only
2: reason to drink a blue pint is if you want to get mortal, because they taste like absolute shit.
0: Oh, and I love them, man. I hate
2: them. I used to love them, though. That's the weird thing. I don't know what yeah. happened. I just started to hate them. Yeah. But it's basically, what is it, like vodka, Blue Wicked?
0: It's a double vodka, Blue Wicked, and lemonade. But it gets it gets you fucked. Like, that's the point. Like, £2.50 for one of them, you get absolutely spangled. What like. concerns
2: me about them is they do them on tap, and none of those three things should be on tap.
0: Oh, no, vodka's not on tap. Well, um, I shouldn't have Googled the, the, that. The blue no, stuff is now, though, because they were going through, like, like bottles. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them bottles. So it's um, the Blue
2: Wicked and lemonade on tap and then it's, it or it's let, just the blue yeah, wicked
0: they've got lemonade um they've got lemonade and a soda gun and then they've got um the blue wicked on top like i'm assuming they've got like kegs of it in their cellar yeah. wow um but it really is just the it's just the blue wicked. it's just the uncarbonated version of it oh okay but it's it's still just as good i think they taste better now honestly i think they taste like sweeter but not too much sweeter do you know what i yeah. mean like that you don't get that like aftertaste, you know, that aftertaste at the back of your throat when it's like yeah. like that, you know what I mean? Anyway, we we we've gone totally off on a tangent. Um but yeah, so Sunderland is really, really good for nights out. Um the Freshers Week, I don't know how many like what events you went to, I'm gonna assume none. you went to none. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I went in them all the first year and second year I, I only did one or two.
0: Yeah, I did nearly all of them this year.
2: That does not surprise me. Because
0: I was working, right, I'll tell you what happened, right? I was making the dollar dollar sweetly that week, right? Moved into my new flat. Obviously, as we came along. Um, and then um, I was working all day. I was doing, like, promo and stuff all day. Or I was helping to get things set up. And then I was working all night. Or I was going out. Like, the nights where I was off work, I was still going out. Jesus. So I was, at the end of the week, I was dying. Like, I was just like, shit. Like, I had Freshers Flu. It was bad. Um, it wasn't even my Freshers Week either, but I just went Raj. I went Raj like it was. Um yeah, Freshers Week was belt I like, but like it was so good. It was really, really good. Some really, really good events, but it wasn't just like your typical student night out venues. It was um like they had like loads of different places involved. Um like last year they had the point involved, this year they had illusions. Um, they had a
1: paint party illusions this year, didn't they? Freshers.
0: No, the paint party was at Indy. I was on stage doing like doing all the paint with the guns. It was sick. Because
1: so Jack, Jack and Stacey went out for that one, and I was telling you the story because you probably sprayed a giant, a tall, ginger person with a load of paint.
0: Anyone who had their mouth open, anyone who was dancing around, I was just squirting them with the the paint. Like I, like, I had to do everyone, but there was like loads of people who I knew in the crowd, including my boyfriend now, but obviously, he wasn't my boyfriend at the time, but I knew him. I was just going harm on everyone, like, literally. Um, my friend Charlotte, she was literally right in front of us and I was getting the gun and I was doing it like straight into our face. and I, I shouldn't have like, but it was really fun. Like everyone had a good time. Um, I love the pain parties, mate. I really hope they do another one soon. I think they are actually, but that's undisclosed information. Um,
2: My favourite thing about the pain parties is the photo of you and Maddie, like a week before you's <gasps> met. It's incredible. It, wasn't,
0: it was like four weeks before we met.
2: It's so mad.
1: like'.
0: crazy. It was crazy, right? So there was a photo of me and Matty at the first um pain Party last year at Indy. and obviously I was in the crowd. And there's a photo of me and I'm dancing, and Matty's behind us. But I didn't know it was like Matty. What's and an then I met looking? him like weeks later, and then I found the photo. How long ago was it? It was, it was like, like
2: it was when, it was this year. It was, it an, was it, like this it was year like, a you few using?
0: months ago or something, wasn't it? And uh-huh. I was like, what the
2: fuck? And it's just like used to there, and it's it's mad. I love it. It was it's
0: crazy. Manic. Um, but um. Yeah, I think I think to to to, to summarize this episode, like we want like want you to have fun on nights out. Like, as someone who does all the promo for it and stuff, like that, the goal is so you can have fun and have a good time. But the goal isn't so you get so fucking like rat arsed that you get you know. It it might be fun to be drunk, but you can like just never get too drunk. Like, don't don't go over the top to a point where you're incapable of like walking and talking because More it's so limits. unsafe. Like, it is so unsafe. Like, you could literally, like, you could be killed. You could be kidnapped. You could... All of this could happen. Like, it's you crazy. you could get hit by the 700. Yeah, you would be hit by the 700. Like, it's just really unsafe. So, like, if we were to give any advice, it's like, yeah, we know it's really, really fun. We know it's like, ah oh, big deal. We're going to uni. But we cannot stress enough, like, how safe you have to be. And I don't want to sound like a bore, but it is vital because, like... There's so many like horrible stories of girls getting like abducted and and like lads getting spiked and all this and like beaten up, you know, stabbed and mm-hmm. all I mean, this.
2: There's the thing that got the... Connor Brown? The Connor Brown thing, yeah. There's yeah. there's that that was resolved recently. It's, Sunderland, like... It's not a bad place, it gets a bad reputation. Yeah. Oh, Sunderland, Sunderland it's isn't... It's an, nowhere. It's
1: a, it's a lovely city. It, I say it's like a diamond. It's like a diamond. It just needs a little bit more polish there. It's, it's a, a good city. It's a diamond in the
0: rough. That's what it is.
1: Because it's the only city that literally is right by the coast... Yeah. Has, or it did used to have a really good football team. It still does have a good football team, but they're in League One. And let's, let's it's yeah, yeah. I've, I've probably just committed the biggest crime in podcasting. But it's just, it is a brilliant city. It just needs, it just needs that little bit more investment. Yeah. I say, I've said this to nearly every person I've ever interviewed for SR News regarding Sunderland. And when losing the city of culture bid, was the best thing ever.
0: Yeah well with all of that said um and and, done and all the advice given i think we've uh i think we've done this i think we've i think we have just please you know remember again safety is key like you just have to be really safe um cover your drink you know don't leave your drink unattended if you do by accident don't go back to it don't pick it up and drink it think i can't afford another one buy another one like you you don't know what's happened um but anyway yeah so thank you so much for making it to this point in the episode um we do have more coming. Um, Plenty more down the cool road. of ideas. But remember, you can contact us on our social medias, um, to you know have you say and what we're what we're talking about. You know, let us know what you want to hear, and we'll we'll skip to we'll get on we it. We definitely we'll, will. We'll get the studio booked. We'll sit and we'll do it. We'll set it up. And we'll have a in time. So anyway, again, thank you, thank you so much. Uh this is Lucy signing off.
1: And Jordan signing off. See you down the road. Uh, bye, y'all.